Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. We appreciate you listening to AFR. I'm Tim Wildman with Fred Jackson. Good morning, Fred. Good morning, Tim. Chris Woodward. Good morning. And Ray Pritchard. Hey, Tim. How you doing? Good morning, Ray from Kansas City. How's it going up there? Oh, listen, we've got almost spring-like weather. It's going up to 63 today. And by Thursday, we're going to have six inches of snow. <laughs> Uh, the old season of weather whiplash. That's right. That's going right. It's, on it's, here. It, it's a biking weather today, and get your snowshoes by Thursday. We're we're experiencing a similar. Uh, let me check just a minute. I wanted to because I saw this the other day. I don't know what the older we get. Again, we're more fascinated with weather. <laughs> weather. Some would call it infatuated. I uh-huh. think when you get past. I'm 58, so when you get past 55, it just becomes almost an hourly check. I don't know. Well, let's see what we got here for Tupelo, Mississippi. We got 73 high Whoa. on uh, 70 today, 72 tomorrow, 73 high on Thursday. However, <laughs> there's a big however with a capital H. This is probably what you guys are going to go through in Kansas City, this kind of yeah. nosedive. Seven, the high on Thursday is 73, and the low is 20, 29. What is Whoa. that? I don't know. 29, 39, 49. 59, 69, 44 degrees. Whoa. And it probably a span of 12 to 14 hours. But that includes, as you might suspect, 20 to 30 mile an hour winds with threatening thunderstorms. What about you guys? How many, how many, what's the winds going to be? You going out? Is it, th- is it going to hit there Thursday? To, to, today's great. Tomorrow morning is okay. And then we take in the polar plunge with 35 gusting 40 mile an hour winds you yeah. know you can't ride your bike like that can you without no. being tipped over <laughs> without being like no. a cow tip that's the exactly cow, right. tip the bike <laughs> that's exactly right well all i have to do all i have to say is thanks canada <laughs> I look, someone leaves i'm looking the door at open. you fred i know you guys <laughs> always fred's a canadian american but he the canada always shares that that wonderful uh art. but it starts in alaska Duly noted. It starts. So, so, Amer- <laughs> so it's really technically American. Yeah, it just passes. It's an through American Canada. polar blast going uh-huh. go, passing through Canada. Yeah, you don't need to build a wall to stop that. <laughs> that's right. Gotta and make Canada pay that. for it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Right. that's right. Make Trudeau right. pay for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right, a lot to talk about today. If you want to watch us, uh, video stream the show. You can go to Facebook. We uh, streaming. We're sh- streaming the show there live. Facebook today's. Just type in today's issues. And as we told you last week, we said something that upset the widow feelings of the people <laughs> at, at YouTube, and they they banned us. They put us in timeout till uh, we get not out of timeout Thursday, Brent. As far as you know, as far as I know, they have not like said two, anything of the exact date. But like two days from now, maybe. Yes, sir. If they, because we were put in timeout for a week. That's correct. Okay. Yes, sir. For something we said last week. Which, which uh, we don't even know, Ray. 
They won't. It, they won't tell you. That's the problem with these people. They won't tell you what you did wrong. They just give you some generic. Uh, you have you offended our community values or something. Did Did somebody say the I word on the air? I think so. Mm-hmm. Probably that triggered them. The I word, uh, Iber, and you people can fill in the rest of it right there. <laughs> um, anyway, you know, before we get into our topics for the the day, if we haven't vented on this, we'll. I'll bet, I'll bet now and you guys can join in. Sure. Let's have a little venting party here. Uh, and this is this is going on all around us. We'll talk in a minute about what's going on with the uh, Freedom uh, Express there in, uh, in uh, Canada, Canada mm-hmm. because they're being attacked from the social media giants too. Um, but I was, I was talking with uh, somebody last night, and I said, look, in America, and it should be the same in Canada, you have a free and open society. We cherish our liberties. We value debate, discussion, open dialogue. Uh, even if somebody's as wrong as they can be, they should have the right to speak. We that's what's the old somebody once made that saying famous. I got I don't have it verbatim right there. I, in other words, I will defend. Uh, I may disagree vehemently with somebody's point of view, mm-hmm. but I'll defend with my life their right to express it. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Sure. sure. I don't sure. know. Who, I don't know who said that, but that's very poignant and that's very mm-hmm. American, right? So, I don't understand. I do understand that I don't understand these 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 big social media platforms: Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I don't know. I'm some others. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know why they just don't make the policy this. Vimeo, they've shut us down before. Listen, as long as you're not advocating something uh, that is uh, encouraging violence against people or or encouraging breaking, you know, laws, uh, advocating. Now, the truckers are doing something different there. They're, they're protesting. Now, they may have violated some laws. But they're, 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 it's a civil disobedience type situation. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about advocating or to do harm to people. Mm-hmm. Okay, then then you should be free to talk about whatever you want to talk about, however you want to talk about it, and people can be smart enough to make up their own minds about whether you're you're saying something that makes any sense or not. It was the same thing with the uh, the uh, ivermectin. We talked about that. Millions of people have said, I took this early on in COVID. I don't know about millions, but I know a lot of people personally. Me too. You knew. Who took this, okay. Joe Rogan, the podcaster, talked about this. Aaron Rodgers, the NFL quarterback, talked about this. Ed Vitagliano said he took the hydroxychloroquine for seven days, and it prevented him from getting sick after he found out he had COVID. He stopped taking it. Boom, mm-hmm. he got sick. Now, why can't he have to talk about that? That's right. Without being shut down as mm-hmm. some kind of a lunatic. Yeah. And so uh, these big social media giants, whatever the subject may be, you know, with it was Hunter Biden. They shut down the story on Hunter Biden right before the election. Remember oh, yeah. that? Mm-hmm. They decided that's misinformation. Well, it wasn't. No. It turned out to be not mis. It wasn't misinformation. And you know what? If it would have been against Donald Trump. They wouldn't have cared. Mm-hmm. 
they wouldn't have done fact checks to find out whether it was true or not. They just would have gone with the story. So when when these listen, uh, Mark Zuckerberg and and uh, the people that create these big social media platforms, Jack Jack uh, Dorsey. Dorsey Dorsey, who's no longer in charge of Twitter, these are very intelligent people, and they're they're they should they're creative. And they should be they should be financially. I have no beef for them being financially rewarded for their uh, ingenuity, right? And their ability to create these uh, big platforms. And Mark <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg's taken a pretty big hit the last few days, like in twenty five percent of their stock value dropped. But I'm just saying, if you're going to have a uh, if you need to treat everybody equally. And let all voices be heard, even if you think that they're wrong. Yeah, that's that's on on a, on a given topic. Yeah, well, we, I, I think we've reached a very different time, and I, I think there is a mentality out there amongst those who think they are smarter than everybody else, and because they think they're smarter than anybody else, their ideas of saving the world need to be put up there on a pedestal. And anybody who challenges their thinking is the enemy of the world. Yes. So that's why Joe Biden, in, uh, it's the pandemic of the unvaccinated. What was he doing there? Yeah, see, that's misinformation. It is. Yes. He was making villains out of people who don't go along with his policy. Which is what Trudeau's doing now. You know, so that's why you have words like insurrection. Right. That were used for January 6th here in the States. Insurrection's been used by the truckers up in Canada. Right. So against the truckers. Against the truckers, yeah. all right? Uh, white supremacist. Right. Those are phrases now that are being used. They're just being thrown out there. Right. If I want to demonize somebody, I'll just use those words. And it tra- it gives them cover for, shut- for shutting down your speech. Exactly. Or your existence. Exactly. So it's... it's you built- have the... Uh, Trudeau said they have the... Talking about the truckers uh, for freedom up there in Canada, he said they have the wrong viewpoints. Yes. Right? Therefore. Therefore, I'll shut them down. Yes. And that's what's going on here. We've all seen this. It's the uh, mm-hmm. cancel culture. Yes. And they, they'll go after liberals, right? Mm-hmm. They don't care. Joe Rogan is a liberal, the, the right. podcaster, okay? Right. And he's a liberal. And all he did was talk about, uh, talk with a couple of doctors who had a different take on the pandemic. And Dr. Peter McCullough being one of them, who we've interviewed on. Mm-hmm. And so that's what he got. That's what he's getting slammed for. Go ahead. Well, look, we believe in freedom. Right. We, we're in favor of religious freedom, political freedom, medical freedom. We've said this over and over again. And Tim, to your point, we're not in favor of suppressing viewpoints. We want more conversation, not less. We yes. want more debate, right. not less. We want the right to get our viewpoints out. And if people want to debate us, if they want to argue with us, yes. have at it. And may the best man or best woman win, right? Yes. May the best ideas prevail in the marketplace out there. Yes. Instead of using the – what we have in with this ivermectin thing, we've got a, a really ugly combination of big government, big pharma, and big media together censoring viewpoints they don't like. We're not arguing anybody has right. to take that. No. We're just saying doctors ought to have the freedom to prescribe it yeah. if they think it's in their patient's It's an FDA-approved drug. Absolutely. Well, I, I, just, I, just, I do, again, I do understand the political motivations here, and then on the other hand, I don't. But I, I'm thinking to myself, you know, 
if you're a doctor or a scientist or a Dr. Fauci and you don't believe that people should be allowed the freedom to, uh, to work with their doctor and to take something that they think will help them, like the uh, drugs we've described here, mypromectin among, among them, why don't you just say, look, I don't agree with that. I don't. Pres- that's not the re- that's not the uh, prescription we give, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But if it's helped those people, good for them. Mm-hmm. Now on to what I want to talk about. What what? You know what I'm saying? That seems to be the traditional American approach. It's no. Instead of what did you say? Mm. Did you say ivermectin? Mm-hmm. You're a horse dewormer uh, mm-hmm. dewormer uh, advocate. <laughs> yes. So you're just so you're, you're so I'm pointing my finger at Fred like I'm Dr. Fauci. So you're saying that you're you're propo- you're proposing that people use snake oil mm-hmm. yeah. to treat to treat uh, treat this disease, treat this virus. Is that what you're saying, Mr. Jackson? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you need to be put in jail. You need to That's be right. shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as I've said, uh, I used this example a year ago, I guess, on, when all this was starting to happen. This shut down any discussion by the big social media platforms. The, Democratic Party, uh, many in the Democratic Party, including Biden. You know, Jen Psaki at the White House talks about how social media needs to crack down more yeah. on, on misinformation. Mm. And misinformation, according to her. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, I've said before, listen, if we're going to get into cracking down on misinformation, if that's the goal of YouTube and and uh, Google and, and Facebook and What's the other one I'm looking for? Anyway, Twitter. And if, if Twitter. That's, if that's the mm-hmm. goal, then I, I got somewhere for them to start right now. I'm going to look up Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm typing in Bigfoot on Google. And uh, let's see what we got here. We got the Bigfoot. First thing that comes up is the Bigfoot Club at Virginia Tech University. Shut them down. Okay. Shut them down. And you, Shut you, them down. I, can help, I can help Google right now because that is misinformation. Mm-hmm. Right, they're promoting the idea that Bigfoot exists, mm-hmm. and that is false information. Shut them down. Second, we got uh, another Bigfoot club at at uh, JMU, wherever that is in Harrisburg. Uh, what is that? J- James Madison. Maybe? James Madison. Right. Man, I thought these were prestigious schools. I don't feel so bad about going to Mississippi State University <laughs> when they got all these Bigfoot clubs at, at these big northeastern schools. Uh, you get my point here. We got a Bigfoot club in uh, right here in in Michigan. So mm-hmm. Google could start right there, Fred. That's right. I got a whole list of Bigfoot clubs where they go searching for Bigfoot, uh, mm-hmm. and this is misinformation. Mm-hmm. This is wasting people's time, mm-hmm. huh? And who knows? They could go out looking for Bigfoot and get hurt in the woods. Yeah, right. Especially if they're not wearing a mask. That's right. So I don't know what the, why these clubs are allowed to exist. That's right. That's I would right. just like to point out that uh, Mississippi State University is home to the Ulysses S. Grant Presidential Library. Take that, Bigfoot Clubs. Oh, <laughs> oh is that right? Oh, yeah, that's your alma mater, too, it right, is. Chris? Hail State. All right, so, uh, and that was H-A-I-L. Uh, yes, for those who thank you, thank you. Yeah. Wanting to, uh, I don't wanting want to get to, canceled. Yeah, don't, please don't email us people saying quit cursing on Christian radio. Okay, Chris wasn't cursing. Anyway, Ray, you get my point. We'll move on from this, but... Uh, Misinformation it's, it's, uh, and uh, false information and fact-checking and all this, it's, it's all coming from the left against people who are, who are mm-hmm. not lefties, basically. P- 
putting up with misinformation is part of the price of living in a free yes. society. Yes. Right? Yes. Amen, brother. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why we uh, here at American Family Association, American Family Radio, we're, we're creating our own streaming service that will be like, you know, obviously we'll be on the scale of these big ones like YouTube and Vimeo and others, but it'll be our own. We're about done with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll be able to live video stream, mm-hmm. um, live video stream all of our shows and any any other thing that, that we want to. We can live video stream it ourselves. So yes. we're... We're looking forward to that day. It's coming soon. Also, uh, in the, within the conservative movement, the broader conservative movement, there's uh, people are creating uh, their own, uh, you know, own ecosystem, mm-hmm. financial ecosystem, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, we were shut off from Stripe, which was a company out in uh, California about a year and a half ago. Stripe did credit card processing, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was at Stripe. I think it was Stripe. That's the name of them. They're pretty big, pretty mm-hmm. big company. You don't hear about them in the news or ads because they're kind of behind the scenes. But they, they just turned us off one day. Said, "No, no, we're not. We, we're not going to process credit cards for a hate group any longer." Mm. They had been processing credit cards for us for years. Yeah. All of a sudden, they decided somebody went into the office of the boss and said, "Hey, listen, we're you know, SPLC's uh, call this group a hate group. We need to turn off their spigot." Mm-hmm. And uh, they did that overnight. Now, we got another credit card processing company, yes. a Christian-based one. So we're mm-hmm. better off, quite yes. frankly, yes. Uh, to support them mm-hmm. and to use them. But I'm just saying uh, the, the, these left-wing uh, activists, they've got control now of almost all the um, institutions in our country, sad to say. That's why the conservative side and the Christian side, we're, we're having to create our own mm-hmm. Uh, means of communicating, of doing business, so that we can get away from that cancel culture. Yeah. Uh, so we're glad to. Uh, you, you just got to do that, or are they're going to just? Because these folks, I'm telling you, I mentioned this before. By uh, these folks, I'm talking about these left-wing secular quote progressives. They they won't. Uh, they won't. If they could, they would put us all in camps. Oh yes. sure, sure. Huh? They mm-hmm. wouldn't hesitate because we are the enemy. That's right. Especially, yeah. especially the Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, the conservatives, they'll go after Joe Rogan. You've seen they'll go after liberals who don't toe the line. Mm-hmm. But certainly they think that we are the problem right. with, uh, with, a, you know, with the world, quite yes. frankly. Yep. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say this is precisely why you don't want one group controlling the information because if we do get th- – when it if and when we do get thrown into the camp, okay – they're going to write all the the information that says here's what we did wrong, and no one will know the truth about what exactly well, happened that yeah. put us in there. This is another reason. Thank God I've mentioned this before, and I mean this literally. Thank God we still have red states. Yes, in this mm-hmm. country, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, I know we have a red state, blue state divide in America, and there are some purple states mm-hmm. which are still salvageable. We see what happened in Virginia, thank yeah. the Lord. Georgia is basically purple, just based on Atlanta. Yeah. But uh but these these blue states, it, it's we, we got a I got an email from a listener in Pennsylvania. Now that's not Pennsylvania's kind of a purple state. Red, yeah. red, red somebody once said uh uh the 
between Philadelphia and, and, Pittsburgh. and Pittsburgh is Alabama. That's right. <laughs> By that they mean they mean it's real conservative. Yeah. Blue yeah. collar, uh, natural gas, gas so fields. Somebody kind of uh, sent us an email. Lives in the Philadelphia area and said, "Pray for us. We we listen to you guys on the app, AFR mm -hmm. app. But uh, man, it's it's hard living in a blue hardcore blue area. Well, that's uh, why that's why there's data just out in the last few days of what states are are seeing an influx of people. Florida, Texas, people are, Alabama. People from the blue states are moving to the red states. We just don't want them to vote blue. Yeah, don't don't bring your politics with you. But I hope one of the reasons they're moving yes. is they're fed up yes. with blue state politics. Yes. They want freedom. Yes. Sure. I've, well, people are leaving California and New York <laughs> by the mill. And Illinois, too. I saw that the other day. Yeah. The, and they're basically leaving Chicago. Yes. They're not leaving. Right. They're not leaving Carbondale. Mm -hmm. okay, right. They're, they're, right. They're leaving uh, Chicago, New York, L.A. If you got the means to get out, a lot of people are getting out. Not only for the high taxes and and all that, and the stress of living in in, in the larger cities, but also right, the crime is just going out of control. Well, look, if you live in the city of Chicago, and I have some people close to me who live in Chicago who are doing exactly what you said, who are right now trying to get out of the city for that very reason. You've got the school situation. You've got a terrible, terrible government situation. And you've got uh, streets that, frankly, are. it's always been a challenge in big cities, right? Right, sure, it's, yeah. It, it's always been, but it's never been, it's never been in Chicago like it is today, more dangerous than ever. Yeah. And the feeling if you call the police, maybe nobody will come. And the police being, in some cases, really good cops saying, I'm not going to respond to that call because if it goes bad, I don't think anybody's going to back me up. So yeah, the, it's a mess. A lot of the police in the larger cities are now basically just respond to a crime after the fact, mm -hmm. 10 minutes later yeah. or whatever. Sure. They're not doing a lot of proactive policing because then they'll be accused of being racist, yes. right? Mm -hmm. uh, that's why you don't have stop and frisk any longer mm -hmm. in some of these big cities because that's a racial profiling. Yeah. So uh, it's I, I remember about a month ago I sent you guys and we talked we we played some of this on the air. It was a, a gentleman who was a nine one one dispatcher in suburban Chicago suburbia suburbia. Suburban. suburban suburban chicago and he was talking about these nice uh, areas of ray you would be familiar with these places i don't know if you remember this but uh and he was and he was uh, he did a video calling out the mayor <laughs> of chicago and also alerting alert he was doing a citizen's alert saying listen i don't know if you guys know this but the police have been cut in half in our area because the mayor sent them downtown and now we have like one cop for every, I don't know, I, I can't remember. In other words, it was like it was like scary to think you had one or two police patrol cars for X number of uh, square miles. Yeah. In these, he he was saying we're under policed. Mm -hmm. We don't, and you don't realize it, and that's the reason it's taken so long for them to get to the mm -hmm. a crime scene, and that's why crime is on the uptick in even the uh, nicer areas of the greater Chicago area. Same thing happening in Atlanta, Buckhead. Oh, yeah, they're wanting to secede. They want to get out. Oh, yeah. Buckhead, yes, Buckhead is a, a very nice yeah. area of Atlanta. And it's in the, it's in the I don't know if it's in the middle geographically, but it's within the city limits of Atlanta. And they are wanting to form their own 
municipality yes mm-hmm. so that they can have their own police department yes. so they can uh, prevent the crime wave from continuing in uh, in their community yep because the crime wave it's already it's unsafe and it's scary but also it makes your property values drop like mm-hmm. like a rock in in the water yep all right we shall return I promise not to talk so much next half hour <laughs> I might have to get some oxygen here as well as some coffee we'll be back momentarily with more of today's issues stay with us Picture a stormy sea. The waves are rolling viciously and the sky is darker than night. The crack of thunder can be heard over the roaring wind. A tiny ship is thrown wildly up and down as it rides the waves. The crew is just about to lose hope when someone spots a sudden flash in the distance. A lighthouse. Lighthouse for the Lost, an article by Parker May. To read this article, visit EngageMagazine.net. If you like trips where you have to plan everything, then uh, maybe our tour is not for you. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman with American Family Association and American Family Radio. Of course, I'm talking about our spiritual heritage tours of Washington, D.C., Mount Vernon, and then a separate trip to Williamsburg, Virginia. But we take these spiritual heritage tours twice a year, once in June and once in September, And guess what? We take care of everything. All you have to do is, as they say, show up. Uh, Stephen McDowell of the Providence Foundation, who is a historian, will be joining us for both tours. And uh, he will comment and tell you everything you need to know about the places, the times, the events that we will experience on these tours of Washington, D.C. and Williamsburg. For all the information... Just go to the website, spiritualheritagetours.com for everything. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stearns. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, my goal as a teacher is, is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers. Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. A bombshell revelation over the weekend. Special counsel John Durham filed federal court papers alleging the Clinton campaign paid a technology company to spy on the Trump campaign and then the Trump administration. The plan was to establish an interference and narrative linking President Trump to Russia. Now, if Durham's allegations hold true, it means the Democrats literally hired people to spy on President Trump in the White House. The White House! That's how desperate they were to destroy his candidacy and then his administration. The president was roundly mocked and ridiculed when he raised the issue, so it's no surprise the New York Times, CNN, and others have completely ignored this story. The drive-by media has a narrative, and the truth is Hillary Clinton and the Democrats waged a political insurrection against Donald Trump. I believe there's a name for that. High crimes and misdemeanors. I'm Todd Starnes. We give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers. 
remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Thessalonians 1, 3. American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of Today's Issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of Today's Issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. I would just encourage the Bigfoot Club at Virginia Tech University to update their website. <laughs> uh, we don't have any new pictures since 2017, so I don't know if what happened there. Somebody dropped the ball. He got Bigfoot got COVID. He's out. He, he's out for a while. <laughs> That's a good one, Ray. Bigfoot got COVID, and had, had, we haven't had any sightings yeah, down uh, the count recently. Uh, if you missed the last half hour, I was making a point that if the big social media giants want to go after all the misinformation mm-hmm. out there, then they can start with the Bigfoot clubs that they have on Google. Yes. And because uh, everybody knows that's misinformation. But no, they only choose to go after conservative voices and mm-hmm. shut them down. You, you ever heard of a, a liberal? Uh, you ever heard of a liberal or progressive? Nope. Site being shut down for nope. any reason whatsoever? Nope. May, may, very rarely. Maybe if they, I don't remember a, a example one of that. It's all, it was always one way. Well, why wouldn't you shut down the Southern Poverty Law Center? Sure. Right. Website. That's misinformation calling every, anybody yeah. they want the hate group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Shut them down. Yeah. Uh, I did like what John Stewart said, the comedian and a talk show host the other day. He was defending... He's a liberal himself. Mm-hmm. He was defending his fellow liberal, Joe Rogan, and he said, listen, all these, uh, it's kind of what I said earlier in the program. He said, shutting down any discussion of alternative treatments to uh, to uh, our, our therapeutics for COVID, and if anybody disagrees with the CDC, we shut them down. He said, listen, these are shifting sands. Yes. Okay. Uh, these are uh, what, what what may be, quote, the science today. Mm-hmm. Two months from now, you may look back and go, well, that wasn't science at all. Mm-hmm. Remember how we started out with mm-hmm. oh, everybody washing their fingerprints off? Remember that? The first part of the pandemic. Right. And then we learned what well, can't be passed on surfaces. Mm-hmm. It's uh, transmuted through the air. Anyway, I'm just saying that uh, I agree with John Stewart. To, these are shifting sands, and we don't need to shut down people's speech uh, because they don't line up completely with the CDC, the CDC of today, right? Yes. The Centers for Disease Control, I'm talking about. You're listening to today's issues on American Family Radio. You want to send us an email, go to comments at AFR.net. Joining us now from the great state of North Carolina is our good friend, Dr. Alex McFarland. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, everybody. You traveling or are you home? Uh, no, I'm in North Carolina. Uh, not going to be traveling for a couple of weeks, but uh, doing exploring the word every day by the remote gear, the Comrex. Yes. <coughs> Raised on the Comrex, and so is Alex. All right. You know, you, you, people have asked me, the, um, you know, the, the remote gear is, is so good, digital, and, and I've had a number of people ask me, they'll say, we know you travel and you speak all over the country. And 
how do you get down to Tupelo every afternoon by 3 p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> He's translated. Uh, the Lord, the Lord yeah, translated. For those you. who don't yeah. know, Ray and uh, and Alex are remote. Now, you know, we're in Tupelo. Ray's in yeah. Kansas City. Alex is in uh, North Carolina, but we sound like we're in the same place because the equipment is so mm-hmm. fantastic in the modern radio age. All right, uh, I wanted you to uh, – Alex, if you would react to, I don't know if you've been listening to my waxing eloquent or eloquently waxing. As or, always. Or, 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 okay. Uh, we've been talking about cancel culture. Yeah. And how the big social media platforms in particular and people on the Democrat, not, not, not all Democrats, I don't want to, but people on the secular progressive side, most of whom are Democrats. They, they don't have any tolerance for alternative messages, voices. Uh, they, they can't, I don't know what they have against white people, but it seems like, like we're the target, target all the time. The white nationalists and the white, white supremacists, the white yeah. nationalists and the white supremacists mm-hmm. are the number one threat to the country, according to Joe Biden, which we're still looking for evidence of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, what, what's what's going on? And there seems to be a particular uh, vitriol for Christians. Yeah. Uh, well, have you noticed among the left how selective tolerance, that, that's the tolerance they really practice, is selective tolerance. And I would argue that selective tolerance is really intolerance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's China. China, yeah. China will tolerate a communist point of view, but if you're living in Hong Kong today and you say anything against Beijing, uh, you're going to have a knock on your door. Yeah, but when you have people like Justin Trudeau <laughs> from Canada, yeah. which is a which is a Western country, yes, saying things openly like to his fellow Canadians, "quote How long are we going to tolerate these people?" Mm-hmm. Even Bill Maher mm-hmm. the other day is going, "That's scary." He said it sounded like Hitler talk. Exactly. It's it, it you sounds know, it's like so ironic. Um, the, the liberals are not liberal. I mean, in the classic definition, liberalism really meant, you know, all viewpoints and it's a free market of ideas and made mm-hmm. the, the best viewpoint, the truest viewpoint rise to the top. And uh, but the liberals are not liberal in the collegial sense of letting everybody speak their mind. I mean, they have to engage in the suppression of constitutional ideas because I I think uh, deep down many of them know and any that observe realize liberal progressive socialist ideas, uh, they bring the culture down, not lift it up. And it's conservatism and Christianity and constitutionalism that made this a great nation builds up people's lives. So they have to suppress the narrative that refutes their flawed worldview. You know, I, guys, I ran into this <clears throat> 30 years ago. My former employer, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, CBC, uh, Radio in Canada, kind of Canada's NPR. There was a point that came when we were doing stories about abortion that we were forbidden to use the term pro-life. You cannot use that term. You can use pro-choice. You can describe pro-life as anti-abortion, but you cannot use the term 
pro-life. Okay. Now, why was that? Because the bosses there were all pro-abortion. Oh, I couldn't use pro-abortion either. I had to use pro-choice. So you had to frame it one way. One way. Okay. So so that's that's where I, I first began to see they're taking over the language. Yeah. We're not going to allow even conservative terminology yeah. to be used. Yeah. And you're going to be policed. And if we see that in your story, you're going to be in my office and you're going to be reprimanded. Yeah. There was a story just a few months ago of a very liberal CBC journalist who quit. Right. Because right. She, she, a veteran. She'd been there a long time. She well had known. A, she had a fellow to form anytime she did an interview. And in that form, it talked about what's the skin color of the person that you're interviewing? What's <laughs> what's the race? Because it Tara it's, Henley? It's quotas. Yes. Yeah. It's quotas on, on who you uh, can uh, interview. Now, this is the insanity of the left. Right. This, this and is, their and their thirst and lust for absolute total control of the messaging. And to demonize and, yes. anybody who disagrees with them. Mm-hmm. Even though they don't believe in demons. That's right. But uh, yeah, they hmm. want to they they want to demonize. Uh, so so we have to fight back. Mm-hmm. Basically we'll move on to the stories here in just a minute, but we have to fight back. I'll give you an example of this, folks. I mentioned this the other day. This is not hyperbole, what we're talking about here. This is not sensationalism, and we're not uh, building up a straw man. All right. This is real. I, we, also, we see it going all, all around us, this cancel uh, culture, and, and basically basically destroy, try to destroy conservatives and Christians in particular uh, in this country. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'll give an example. President, okay, the federal committee, uh, the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, all right, uh, they are the organization that hands, they're the government organization, federal government in Washington, D.C. They grant licenses to radio and television stations all over the country, mm-hmm. which of which we are a subscriber. We are not a subscriber. That's not, to, we are a licensee. We, we have to, we, American Family Radio, has to, stay current with our license with the FCC that they've never really, they've never ever been political in the past in terms of granting a license or not. We've never had a problem here at AFA and AFR with the FCC. We just, everybody has to follow the same rules from whatever uh, commercial, non-commercial. And basically it's just perfunctory. You have to tell them who you are, where you're broadcasting from, what you're, they grant you a place on the dial, yada, yada, yada. Okay, so, however, now, there are four commissioners that oversee the FCC, two Democrats, two Republicans. There's also one that's appointed by the President of the United States, whoever he may be, okay? Biden, there's, so it's four commissioners, active commissioners right now. One of them is yet to be appointed by, uh, was by the president, Biden. So Biden's put up this woman who is a far-left activist to be the chairman of the Federal Communications Commission. Chris, you have her name. I, I can't remember. Yes, it. sir. I just pulled it up here. Um, it's, president, in late 2021, President Biden nominated uh, the radical Gigi Son, if I said her name correctly. Okay. I'm going to paraphrase what she said. Put, put, why don't you type in, Chris? Okay. 
com- her comments about Fox News. Got you. Okay. Uh, well, I'm reading from our action alert here. Yeah. Uh, it says a former FCC official indicated her public animus toward mainstream conservative outlets renders her unfit to serve as a regul as a regulator over the communications industry. Um, she had some things to say about Fox News. Yeah, I'll get that for you. Yeah. Oh, well, the, the point is here. She uh, before she was nominated by Biden. She basically said that Fox News is the problem, is a problem, uh, uh, and it needs to be stopped. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. She said this on the record prior to being her nomination being put up before the United States Senate. Yes. To be over the chairman of the FCC. So, so to my point about we're not just sensationalizing this, we're not just scaremongering here, if that's even a word. Uh, but yes, but but we're, what I'm saying is, when we're talking about the secular progressive left in this country, uh, their desire to turn every state blue and to to take control of our lives from Washington D.C. There's just another example of this. Go ahead, Chris. You were going to say yes. Uh, Son called uh, Fox News quote state-sponsored propaganda. Okay, state-sponsored <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> okay. That's the viewpoint Ludicrous. of a lady Biden has chosen to put before the United States Senate. Uh, she's not going to be confirmed. But if the Democrats had 55 votes, she'd be confirmed. Oh, yeah. 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 And, 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 and she would be then on an ideological mission to, for example, deny licenses to people like American Family Radio because mm-hmm. we, we're, we have the wrong viewpoints on issues. You see what I'm saying mm-hmm. here? Yes. So this is a very real threat to our country, this ideology of secular progressivism that we have to fight and defeat. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, uh, Ray, you go first, and Alex, you go after Ray. Well, number one, Tim, this is happening, I think, not just across society, but the thing that's frightening is the speed – at which censorship and suppression of alternative ideas has been accepted by the mainstream media. There was a time when you could look to the Washington Post, New York Times, Chicago Tribune, and though they were left-leaning, they at least defended the right of free expression and freedom of the press. Those days are gone. It sure does make you wonder what's going to come right around the next corner. We used to get invitations here because I wrote a lot of these columns. We used to get invitations here from the USA Today, from the Washington Post, from uh, other other news agencies that people would recognize, and they would call us here at AFA and they'd say, "Hey, we're we're having a liberal uh, write an opinion on a given topic. We want you to write the opposing view." Mm-hmm. I did that many times in the eighties, nineties, two thousands. That isn't the case anymore. They don't call us for our views anymore because it, they're unacceptable. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, go ahead and comment on that, on on what uh, Ray's talking about there. Well, do you all remember when Biden was a presidential candidate? He, you know, he was said to be moderate and balanced and centrist. But yes, I mean this this shows, and I, I mean I'm so sorry. I, I I fear that his mental state has drastically declined. But to the degree that he is still cognizant and cogent, I mean he's an ideologue. I mean Biden is not. Um, balanced at all, the fact that he would appoint this person and really um, make the FCC partisan to silence conservatism. I mean, 
he's been an ideologue all along. I've watched videos going back to the seventies and he's been a radical leftist ideologue. Right. And that's obviously the way he's governing. Mm-hmm. All right. You're listening to today's issues on American family radio. Uh, Alex, what are you and Bert going to be talking about this afternoon? Well, we are in the book of Proverbs, God's book of wisdom, and we're going to be coming up on Proverbs 27 every day at 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern, and so forth. And exploring the Word, not only do we teach the Scriptures, but we take live phone calls. And we had a great day of ministry yesterday. had several calls of people asking for prayer. And uh, so we're going to be in Proverbs 27. But uh, do you know, Bert and I, I give God the glory, we have actually led people to Christ live on the air, live radio, and uh, exploring the Word. I would encourage all listeners to check it out. Three, It's 305. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was misinformation. It's 305 <laughs> in p.m. Central Time. Seven, right. Okay, each weekday afternoon, right? Yes, sir. I, I said three, but it's really three oh five. We yeah. come in. No, it's three zero five, Alex. Please be careful about promoting false information. I know. I, um, I want to be a man of truth. Yes. All right. All right, Alex. Thank you. God bless you guys. Thanks, Bye. Dr. Alex McFarland, joining us from California. All right, what's going on in uh, in uh, in Ottawa, Fred? You or Chris? One or the other? Well, yesterday, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau uh, evoked what's called the Emergency Powers Act. It has never been used in Canada, the history of the country. It kind of follows after the War Measures Act that his daddy, uh, Pierre Elliott Trudeau, used back in 1970 when there were terrorists in the province of Quebec. Uh, They were setting off bombs. Uh, They were separatists. They wanted Quebec to separate from the rest of Canada. So his daddy brought in the War Measures Act. I mean, people were being abducted and killed. I mean, it was a serious time. But now you don't have any of that. But Justin Trudeau believes that he now has the power and has given himself the power through this Emergency Powers Act to basically, uh, he wants to put a stop to what's been called the Freedom Convoy. These are truckers uh, who have been... They've descended upon Ottawa for the most part. That's where the biggest manifestation. That's, that's the national capital of Canada. Yes, it's it's Canada's. It's Washington, Washington D.C. D.C. Yeah. So they pull their trucks in there, uh, and, and these are dangerous people, Tim. Uh, they really are dangerous. They're waving Canadian flags, and they've been singing the Canadian national anthem, and they've been having barbecues, and boy, they're really dangerous. And they've set up, what do they call these things for the kids? The uh, Bouncy yeah. houses. Bouncy yeah. houses for their kids. By the way, in 10-degree temperatures. Yeah. Yes. They're Canadian. Yeah. Canadian They're probably right? in shorts. So uh, Justin Trudeau has deemed them to be a danger to the state. The reason all of this started was because of restriction that Trudeau put on truckers, uh, Canadian truckers coming back into Canada from the United States, that they had to be vaccinated. If they weren't, they were had to go into a quarantine for two weeks. Pull their truck over, two weeks, you're out of business. So this all goes back to the fact that it is not anti-vaccine. Right. It's anti-mandates. Right. The mainstream media is maligning these uh, truckers and their families and those who are standing with them. They're maligning them on purpose mm-hmm. 
to get the public to turn against them. That's right. As being some kind of, well, Trudeau even called them like, yes, like neo-Nazis. He's or referred to them as Nazis and dangerous people and, and nothing could be further from the truth. No, I, I yeah. mean, there's people who are being oppressed by the national government. Yes. And their livelihoods are being, uh, uh, destroyed and they're tired of it. Yes. And, and they're going to protest their government in a peaceful way. Yes. And that's what Trudeau's one. Well, and it's in. not just truckers, folks. This has expanded well beyond truckers. Right, right. These are Canadians that right. want their freedom back. Right. As simple as that. But now he's evoked this Emergency Powers Act and, and repraying for these folks. Because what this means is that he's giving himself the power to order, for instance, to go in to confiscate their property, take their trucks away from them, to freeze their bank accounts. They're going to send in the police or the or the or the military or who? Who's well, going to do this? Uh, I'm not sure if it'll get. And they're going to find out who all these people are and go after them. Go right? after their bank accounts, basically wow. charge them with criminal charges so that they could never get a job again as a truck driver. Uh, these this is serious stuff. They they've got some of the banks are freezing accounts already. Apparently, Toronto Dominion mm. has said that's going to do this kind of thing. Yeah. So this is the the big arm, the strong arm of the government going after people who disagree with them. They are not terrorists. They are not a threat to the country. They right. are simply expressing their points of view. They want to get rid of this mandate. When might this, when might they actually, uh, he's invoking this. He's invoked it already. We may see the first manifestations of this today. The way the act reads is that it goes for a 30-day period and then it has to be extended by Parliament. It's akin to our RICO Act here in America, mm -hmm. which is meant to go after uh, organized crime. Mm -hmm. And that's what he's going to do. He's basically going to ruin these people's lives, uh, try to ruin their lives. That's the threat he's holding over them uh, with this these kind of punitive. Uh, let me just say this, too. The New York Times, of all people, I think you have this, Chris. I do. Yes, sir. The New York Times came to the defense of the truckers mm -hmm. and the people protesting for freedom. <clears throat> and they 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 pointed out, again, the New York Times is they're as far left as you can get, oh, sure. okay? They pointed out that Justin Trudeau just recently, or at least while he's been the uh, prime minister, he supported the uh, actions in India. Farmers, yeah. The farmers in India who were using their tractors to block roads to protest something that the government was doing there. Supported them for a year. Mm -hmm. Trudeau did. They had a, He said they had every right to, to be doing what they're doing in India. In India, same thing, <laughs> same type thing going on. Yes. Trudeau supported them, but when protesters employed the same tactics if you will to get the attention of their own government in canada that's when now he wants to shut them down with yeah with the uh, the what do you call the act that he's invoking here it's the emergency powers act where you th all, right, all right ray uh, ray where do you think this is going to go well in the short run it's gonna it's gonna cause this <clears throat> tremendous controversy i cannot believe and fred i want to ask you what you think the 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 canadian public is going <clears> to <throat> think about this because I cannot believe that our friends north of the border are going to stand for the site. It's as if the government of Canada has decided to wage war 
on its own citizens. I can't believe that that mainstream Canadian citizens are going to think this is the wise thing to do. I'll tell you what really bothers me. All of this bothers me. But the idea that the government can say, we don't like what you're doing, so we're going to freeze your bank accounts <laughs> so you can't get a hold of your own money, you can't use your credit cards, that's a... That is a totalitarian move that should not happen in a free and democratic society. So, Fred, what do you think is going to be the reaction of the mainstream of the Canadian population? Well, uh, mainstream media is with Trudeau, all right, much like they're with Biden here right. in the United States. Uh, they're, they're just repeating uh, the same lines as Trudeau. <clears throat> But I think across the country, Canadians understand what's going on. This kind of measure has never been done before. Uh, Justin Trudeau wasn't popular to begin with. He is every bit as arrogant as his daddy was, and I lived through his daddy years. And, uh, you know, when Pierre Elliott Trudeau was Prime Minister of Canada. So I, I think this is going to come back to, to really bite Justin Trudeau. They have a parliamentary system in Canada. It would not surprise me at some point that some of the minor parties are going to join up with the capital C conservative party in that country. There will be a vote of non-confidence, and hopefully Justin Trudeau will be out on his ear. And then we will get somebody decent in there. There is a new leadership race with the capital C conservative party, and uh, they, they are using this and rightfully so, to defend the freedoms of Canada. This is very dangerous stuff, folks. This is the stuff you see in Beijing. This is the stuff that you see in Cuba. And uh, it ought to scare even Americans because Joe Biden is supporting Trudeau in this. He believes Trudeau is doing the right thing. So the same kind of thinking is happening in Washington, D.C. right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, look what Biden tried to do. Back a year ago, December, he said... Hey, I'm not going to impose any kind of vaccine mandates on the American people. <laughs> then he got sworn into office. What does he do? Yeah. Ah, fooled you. Yes. Bait and switch. Yes. I am going to impose vaccine mandates on all Americans. At least that was his goal. Mm -hmm. And in Democrat cities, 1,400 more people are losing their jobs in New York City today. Uh, because of the forced vaccine. Because they on a pandemic that's fading away. Yes. So there you go. We'll be back uh, in five minutes after the news with more of today's issues. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.